We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's January 15th, it is 2024. We have a five-game NBA main slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Joined, as always, by my good buddy, Mr. Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, Stevie. Glad to come on. I'm sure some people are watching football at this time during this part, because that's the, I mean, it's playoff football and it feels like we have a fairly exciting game happening um, between the Rams and the Lions. So for all of the listeners that tune in to us and hang out with us for this one, Stevie, we sure appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you have a little fun while you uh, maybe sweat some tickets and watch the game. I know I'm watching football. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching this game. This game has been fantastic. Hopefully uh, Matthew Stafford's okay. Just took a nasty hit as we um, got rolling here, but hopefully he's okay. Uh, it's just been an absolutely fantastic game. I'll tell you what wasn't fantastic, watching my Dolphins um, last night. Not fun. Uh, bad game by Miami. I, and, like, I knew we had an outside shot with all the defensive players that we had out of the game, but, I mean, they just they look like crap on offense. Like, doesn't matter what your defense is doing if you can't get anything going on offense. So uh, that, was, that was hard to watch, but... Outside of that, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend back here with some NBA talk. We got Martin Luther King Day here, basketball throughout the day, but we're going to focus on the main slate. I'm sure we'll have some bets and stuff up on scores and odds for some games throughout the day. So if you're part of that, check that out. But if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. We appreciate it. Will, 
we got uh five games let's get in let's have some fun let's talk about it we got a couple really high totals and a few games with very low totals so we start with chicago at cleveland 219 total in this one cleveland a four-point favorite craig out still for chicago and then williams questionable here and then on the cleveland side garland and Mobley out, Struess questionable. So we'll talk about that in a second. Starting here with the Chicago side, what are you? What are your thoughts here on the Bulls? Well, I tell you what, it looks like Nikola Vucevic is back. Looks like he's rolling, Stevie. Looks like you know the minutes are are pretty much back after one game, Stevie. He had one game where he, um, you know what played 25 minutes maybe. And then after that, back to 30, back in, you know, mid thirties, if they need him to play, he's playing. So at 7,500, even against Cleveland, Stevie, I, I like him quite a bit. Um, he's, he's, he actually might be my favorite uh, Chicago bull here. I know, I know Levine is playing his, his minutes are back as well. Stevie. Um, the other thing about him is, you know, how is this trade situation coming along? I feel like we hear his name in, in trade discussions almost every day. So, you know, he's someone that, you know, if a trade happens, he's going to sit. But while we don't have anything brewing, I don't hate him. Don't hate Kobe White. I think you play one of these main four. You, you kind of let that ride. Yeah, I mean, if this was a 10-game slate, we're probably not too interested in this game as a whole. But, I mean, with the deck that we have, that's been dealt to us. Um, I mean, we have to look at this as a five game slate. And I think that we, we've talked about it a lot. Cleveland without Mobley has been a little bit worse inside. So I think I'm with you on Vooch 7,500. The minutes are there in close games. He should be fine. Um, do I think Vooch has the highest ceiling? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I think Levine and white probably have the highest ceilings. Um, DeRozan will have those games from time to time where he goes like 50 plus. So they're all there. They all have upside. So I think overall on this slate, my favorite is probably Vooch, but I want to see Kobe White's like ownership. People haven't been playing him as much with DeRozan, with Levine back, but Kobe White, I mean, he's still playing a bunch of minutes. He's getting yeah. up his shots. Like if anything, like he's a guy that can get hot and score 25 actual points, get a few assists and rebounds. Um, I think Kobe White is someone that I like in this spot as well. Going to the Cleveland side, I mean, obviously we got to see if Max Struess plays or not because if he were to sit in this game, it's going to open up a few extra minutes. Um, I think if I had to guess, Sam Merrill would benefit the most um, if we did get news that Struess was going to miss and if Struess left the game the other night. What do you leave? It was like five or six minutes against Brooklyn. And then like Merrill ended up playing, I think 31 or 32 minutes. Um, what are your thoughts here on Cleveland? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, interesting fight here for me with Cleveland, Stevie, because, I mean, we've seen Mitchell and Allen just put together some monster performances, Stevie, with all these guys out. I, I think on a slightly small slate for tournament, Stevie, like, I think Jared Allen's okay at 8,500, like, He's got fifty foot upside here, so I don't I don't hate him. Um, of course, if Struz is out, then I mean that should lead us to some some nice uh, production from Levert, and then you know maybe a Coral becomes a slight value if he plays thirty five minutes with no Struz. He's he's probably going to play over thirty minutes anyway. I know he's low full, low floor. I don't hate it. You talked about Sam Merrill, like he would absolutely be. Uh, another guy that that would be valued today at 5k yeah i mean we gotta watch the the max Struess news for merrill um i think lavert kind of priced appropriately i think my exposure for cleveland will be merrill if we get news that Struess isn't going to play but definitely taking some shots on mitchell and allen in large field tournaments because i mean on this slate it's a five game slate I think Anthony Davis is one of the top plays, if not the top play in the slate. SGA being questionable is huge. Um, he's dealing with a knee sprain. Like overall, so we are looking at just a few potential plays in this like top tier. And I think that Mitchell might go overlooked in a low total game and he can go off against anybody. Up next, we got Boston at Toronto, 240 total in this game. Boston's a seven and a half point favorite. Jalen Brown is questionable on the Boston side. And then Podol and Porter out on the Toronto side. Let's start here with the Boston side of this game. If Brown were to miss this game, it's going to be a bump to Porzingis, White, Drew, Tatum, everybody. Um, Jalen Brown, not only a guy that plays, you know, 35 minutes most night. He's a guy that gets a bunch of usage as well, gets a lot of shots up. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Boston side? Yeah, I mean, you know, playing Toronto, if, if Brown is out, then I'm going to have some interest in White. I'm going to have some interest in maybe even a holiday, Steve, at 6,700. Like, he, his upside is capped, but if he's going to play big minutes without Brown, I don't hate the price. Um you know, poor Zingas would be okay. I definitely think Tatum uh, would be I mean, the guy that, that we would be interested in here. Um, you know, he would be a, a big-time performer. Maybe you want to get some Sam Hauser off the bench, Stevie, just in general as a cheap piece, uh, really cheap piece on a small slate. Uh, but outside of that, I think those would be, you know, the, the main pieces. Well, probably Peyton Pritchard, too. Um, in that case, but um, Pritchard, Hauser, and then um, as the cheap pieces, and of course Tatum up top, followed by White, then Holiday, then Porzingis for me. Yeah, Get I like Porzingis. 
Yeah, I, I like Porzingis a little bit more than you. Um, I think that this is a spot they're definitely going to need his size and they'll need him to play um, a good amount of minutes and his role is very secure in this spot. So I, I like that part of Porzingis and I think that this is going to be just a competitive game overall. I mean, Tatum again, like we don't have a ton of studs to pay up for on this slate. So I think Tatum is somebody that you have to have up there in your like elite tier of players. So uh, don't mind Tatum, but Porzingis, I think, is my favorite play from Boston today, um, followed by Tatum. If Brown plays and he has that question mark next to his name all day, I think this is a good spot to take him in tournaments as well. Um, I mean, you don't necessarily overall love this game, but you love the potential of it being a close and competitive game. Going to the Toronto side, um, these trade pieces have come over and we've gotten to see you know, enough sample size out of these guys. Now, my question to you is like, now are we like off of Scotty Barnes because of like Barrett and quickly, you know, quickly has come in and his assist, his assist rate has gone through the roof and Barnes assists have gone down. Um, What are we doing with this Toronto team? Yeah, man, they're all making each other unplayable. Aren't they Stevie? Like Barnes was a guy that we could attack. His, his rebounding has come down, just production in general, uh, which makes sense because, I mean, we're seeing quickly, I mean, really, Stevie, just kind of, you know, take over the, the primary guard duties, if you will, and we've seen him have nice performances. I, I feel like none of them are playable at this point. Now, you know, Siakam's 8K. But Stevie, his upside isn't the same as it used to be, not with all these pieces. So I'm just kind of out on Toronto. Yeah, just like Barnes, is, his assist rate is down. His rebounding is way down. Um, I, it's just hard for me to have interest in him, um, yeah. especially like at his at his price point, too. It's really tough to get like exposure to him at this price point. So I think for Toronto, it's... I mean, definitely taking some shots on some of these props. Um, I mean, I, I've been living on some quickly assist props. Glad I missed this prop over the weekend where I think he had zero assists in the game. But I like quickly, quickly assist prop usually. Um, and yeah, just looking at that. I mean, I think my favorite play from this team is probably Siakam. I think he has the highest ceiling in this spot from Toronto. But it's hard. I mean, gosh, all these like new pieces have just really. I mean, RJ Barrett had a couple really good games, so I think RJ Barrett is somebody else. I, I think you could take some shots on as well. All right, Miami at Brooklyn, two seventeen total. Brooklyn two point favorite. Miami on the second end of a back to back here. Um, Butler has been announced that like he'll travel with the team, so we'll see. And then. Um, Oh, who got hurt? Oh, Hawkes got hurt, and he won't travel. Um, so he's out. He's already been ruled out for this game. He's dealing with a, a groin injury. So we know he won't be playing here. Killed then... my pop, and then got hurt, Stevie. So terrible. <laughs> Took under four and a half rebounds. He got five, and then he's out of the game. So... Kevin Love is dealing with a knee. He missed the game on Sunday, so we'll see if he's back or not. And then on the Brooklyn side, Sharp and Simmons out. Um, so no sharp behind Claxton. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, 
Let's go Miami first here. I mean, obviously, Hawkes being out is huge. Caleb Martin, I think, gets the biggest bump with Hawkes out. I think Hero and, and Bam get nice bumps. Necessarily, like, this game, not going to have the fastest pace. Brooklyn 21st, Miami 29th. So, like, pace isn't great. Defense of matchup-wise, I mean, they're both solid defensive teams. What do we like here for Miami? Well, I think, you know, with with Jaime being out, Stevie, I think it helps us to have interest, but we still need Butler to be out. And so with him traveling, I mean, if, if he plays, Stevie, I'm just kind of not interested at all. If he's out, then I think, you know, even though they're facing Brooklyn, I think Hero's interesting. I think Bam is interesting with the pieces missing. So, that's kind of how I want to approach this one. I hate to have such uncertainty, Stevie, on a small slate with these guys, but I think that's the way we have to approach it. If Butler plays, I'm not thrilled about Miami at all. If he's out, though, like I said, Hero, Bam, because it's a small slate. Either of these guys hits 50 fantasy points, they're probably close to – you're probably close to needing them. Uh, you know, I'd probably have more interest in Caleb Martin because perhaps he can play big minutes even though he's kind of coming back. From being out, so that's that's where I would land. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, a lot of question marks here as far as like Hawkes, Butler, Kevin Love. Um, I, I mean, I have... If Kevin Love and Hawkes, I mean, Hawkes is already out, but if Kevin Love and Butler both sit, Highsmith has been playing like 30 minutes a night, and I don't see that changing in this spot. So I think Highsmith would be one of the top value plays on the slate. And then I like the Caleb Martin call. Duncan Robinson, you're really just kind of relying on scoring, but he's going to play 30, 35, 40 minutes in this game. So, you know, you have to have some interest in him if Butler's out. On the Brooklyn side of things, no sharp behind Claxton. If Claxton can stay out of foul trouble, I think he plays really solid minutes in this game. I think they're going to need his size against a guy like Bam. What are your thoughts on the Brooklyn side? Yeah, I'm with you 100%. And Claxton has been playing minutes too, Steve. I mean, mid-30s mostly. So if we're getting mid-30s minutes from Claxton, I think that's fantastic. I'm with you. I love the call there. Uh, outside of these other guys, Dinwiddie's down to 6,300, Stevie. Minutes just all over the place. Uh, what what are we doing with Mr. Dinwiddie here? Uh, well, it looks like... Brooklyn doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. Dennis Smith Jr. is playing equal minutes. So you might as well play him at 4,800. Uh, they've got Mikael Bridges. At, he's at 7,300. He's still playing minutes, Stevie. Don't hate it. Don't love it. Uh, you've got Cam Johnson at 6,100. He's he was playing mid 30s. I'm assuming he's going to continue to play mid 30s, but you just it's just so many random minutes. Guys, I think the only person you can play is Claxton 
and probably Mikael Bridges with confidence. And then if you want to play Dennis Smith Jr. because he's cheap, have at it. I don't think you can play anybody with confidence. <laughs> I mean, Brooklyn doesn't Brooklyn remind you so much of last year's like Spurs. Like any any night, their rotation can change, and like nobody's safe for any type of minutes. But it's terrible. Uh, it's hard. I mean, it, they have so many bodies. I, I mean, like we are we're like into the season now. We're thirty eight to forty games into the season. Like. You should have a rotation, and I feel like their rotation changes so much. But um, for tournaments, I think Claxton, Bridges, DSJ. Um, I don't hate the DSJ call there. Um, I, I do want to note, too, that Lonnie Walker played 25 minutes the other night against Cleveland. That's like his first like big minutes since returning from injury. Maybe a tournament flyer on a five-game slate. Um, if he's shooting, it seems like they'll give him some minutes. So... All right, we got Indiana at Utah. The Pacers on a back-to-back. We know Halliburton's out uh, for this one. We'll see if um, Neesmith returns or not. They did note, like, he didn't play on Sunday, but they said that we'll have to kind of see if he'll play in this one or not. Utah's good to go. They're full strength. Nobody on the injury report here night before for Utah. Let's start here with Indiana. No Halliburton. Fantastic matchup. Fantastic game. 247.5 total. What do we like here for Indiana? Listen, man, this is a great spot. I know they're on a back-to-back, but this is a great spot for Indiana, Stevie. Now, this back-to-back isn't as hard as Denver. It is tough. Um, but, I mean, there just should be some opportunities here. We know Utah, bottom of the league in defensive efficiency, still have fairly, fairly reasonable prices, uh, most of the cheap pacers. All of them haven't necessarily come up yet, like Buddy Heel, Stevie. He's 5,700. Don't hate it if he's going to get close to 30 minutes. We've got Brown at 5,900. Don't hate it uh, as long as, as Halliburton continues to sit out. So these are these are all the things that I like. You've got uh, Benedict Buren at 6,400. I don't, I don't hate it, but his minutes aren't, to me, on as stable. Uh, you've got uh, Nishmetu. If, if he comes back, Stephen, we know he's getting 25 to 28 minutes. And then you've got Miles Turner at 7,300, who I just wish he got 35 minutes a game, Stevie. Like, just, just give us a minute. I know they've had some blowouts here recently. Pat, you know, in game against Washington, got 31 minutes, 43 fantasy points, but then he played Boston. Much tougher matchup, you know, 27 minutes, 27 fantasy points. So uh, he's probably just reserved for tournaments as well. Um, you know, you got Jalen Smith, who's been playing minutes. They're just all over the place, but I still don't mind doing a roulette of all of the cheap pacers. Yeah. I mean, overall, it's such an interesting spot. Um, I think there's, there's so much upside in general here for Indiana that like nailing the right pieces is huge. Nailing the right pieces the night before is really tough. Um, yeah. So I, I think, my favorite plays here from Indiana, I mean, points-wise, I think that a guy like Bruce Brown is going to have to score for them to stay competitive in this game. Like We saw him have a huge game on Sunday. I think he had like an 18-10-5 line type of game. But they were competitive in that Denver game. They lost that game by eight, eight points. 
And I think Isaiah Jackson and Bruce Brown were the only two people with uh, fantasy points over 25. And Bruce Brown was the only person to play 30 plus minutes in that game. So really worry about the minutes just in general for the Pacers. Like we talked about how Brooklyn's kind of spreading things out. Well, the minutes have been very spread out and the Pacers have been playing very deep since the Therese Halliburton injury. Uh, I mean, if we look back even to the Atlanta game, what was it on Friday, right? They played Atlanta on mm-hmm. Friday. Oh, yeah. um, we, we loved that game and it just got out of hand really fast and never kind of got back in hand. But I mean, they, they had nobody. The Pacers had zero players play over 30 minutes in that game. So if the Pacers are going to be mega chalkier, I mean, this might be a team you'd be underweight on on a small slate and it makes a huge difference. So I, I think overall, my Pacers takes are going to change throughout the day as I watch and look at ownership. I want exposure to this team. It's just kind of figuring out if everyone's going to play who I want exposure to. On yeah, the Utah, yeah, on the Utah side, I mean, this is a much more condensed team. I really love, love, not even like, I love this spot for Markin. I think Markin is going to have a field day in this game. Yeah, man, absolutely. I, I love Markin here. See, we couldn't have said it better myself. The, the other thing about Utah is we've got like a lot of players playing as well, but we know who's playing. Like Sex is going to get his 28 to 30 minutes. Keontae George is still playing, Stevie, but he's more in the mid to upper 20s. 4,900 prices come down quite a bit. It looks to me like Chris Dunn is the one being phased out, Stevie, for what it's worth. Like he was playing minutes, but now his are coming down. So I think that's the read. I think our read is correct there. We've got Clarkson, who uh, is continuing to play around 30 minutes. So he, but his price is 6,700 now versus the upper 7K. We've got marketing. Who's, who's probably going to play mid-30s, who should have just, like you said, CBL field day against Indiana. Love this spot. John Collins, 6K. His minutes are probably more all over the place than anyone else's. Uh, out of this big group, Walker Kessler, 5K, playing 15 to 20 minutes. But I think these big guns, I think Sexton, I think uh, and I think – uh, Clarkson, if, if we stick with those three, Stevie, I think we've got a good chance at some upside against the Indiana team coming to town on a back to back. Yeah, I love, and I, I know I sound like a broken record, but I love this new role for Clarkson. Like, I, I love him coming off the bench and like getting all the usage with that second unit. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he he's just getting all the usage with like Keontae George and Kessler. Kelly Olenek, like, you can't play those guys anymore because, like, Clarkson's usage is through the roof um, over the last few games. So, really like that role for Clarkson. I like Sexton. I like Collins, but Markkinen. Markkinen's the guy for me in this game. I think Markkinen is going to have a huge game here. Um, In large field tournaments, I don't mind, you know, taking a few shots on a guy like John Collins, but, man, you can't ever feel good about his minutes. I know his minutes have been a little bit better but bigs, bigs, man. The bigs have really eaten up the Pacers this season. So I really like marketing. I think he's crushes here. We finish out the slate with the Thunder at the Lakers. 238 total in this game. Lakers are one and a half point favorite. SGA, biggest news on the slate. SGA is questionable here. Um, and it's a knee sprain. So like I think it's like a legit question mark here for SGA. 
LeBron questionable, Reddish out, Vincent out for the Lakers. LeBron's questionable every day. Uh, let's talk Thunder here first. I, I mean, huge difference, SGA being in, SGA being out in this one. Absolutely, and, and the Lakers probably hope he's out because <laughs> it would absolutely be a much better matchup for them um, in terms of their scouting report. But Stevie, this is an interesting one because if SGA is out, we get – I feel like Josh Giddy maybe picks up a lot more minutes here. That doesn't feel that way, Stevie, to me. Like perhaps he gets the 35 minutes or, or – I, I'm hoping that's what we do. I don't think they play uh, Case and Wallace uh, more minutes. I mean, I'm saying 30 minutes, but maybe he picks up a few more minutes. Isaiah Joe perhaps picks up a few more minutes, but I think I think Giddy is the guy that it would benefit the most in terms of minutes. But then that, that's going to open it up, Stevie. Lou Dort, Jalen Williams, um, uh, Chet Holmgren. These guys should have much bigger opportunities for production with uh, – if uh, SGA sits, because Stevie, quite frankly, he's responsible for 31 of their points every game. He's averaging 31 and a half. That's a lot of scoring to go around between those couple guys. So I, I like this team, and they, they should present some value for us with those pieces. Like you talked about, Giddy would be value, I think. Lou Dort could be value. Even Jalen Williams, he could even be a value play if the scoring picks up. Yeah, don't forget about Holmgren. He yeah, is averaging yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, he's averaging 1.27 fantasy points per minute with SGA off the floor this season. So, big bump for him when SGA is off the floor. So, I like him. I mean, Dort gets the one of the biggest – him and Jalen Williams get the two biggest usage bumps. Um, so, I, I think if SGA sits, I think Jalen Williams and Dort are very interesting. I mean, we assume it'd be Giddy. But it wouldn't shock me if it's Wallace. So I think like in large field tournaments, I'd get exposure to both of those guys here because I, I could see it being either one of these guys. They also like they have Trey Mann. I know like he hasn't played minute a lot of minutes this season, but he did play 18 minutes in Portland the other night. And if SGA does miss, maybe Trey Mann plays 20 minutes in this game at 3,200. And he's a guy that will very aggressively shoot. <laughs> so... Um, I don't mind if, if SGA sits, I don't mind getting some exposure to Trey, man. If SGA plays ton of interest in SGA, um, if they say he's good to go and the knee sprain is not a big thing, I definitely would take some shots on him. And then I think the rest of the thunder would be low owned as well. So, I, I mean, I still would take shots on Holmgren. I'd still take shots on Giddy. So just kind of looking at the thunder saying, all right, I'm accepting that. I think this game is going to be competitive, high scoring, want some exposure to the Thunder with or without SGA here. On the Lakers side, I think AD is the top play on the slate. I mean, it's a really tough matchup, but he's averaging 57 fantasy points in two meetings against the Thunder already this season. What are your thoughts on the Lakers? Yeah, man. I mean, AD should have a field day here. 10-5, don't care. This could be a huge, huge spot for him, Stevie. Even the other night against Utah, if you just kind of look at his upside here, Stevie, scored 61 fantasy points, had a mid-range triple-double, 15, 15, and 11. Stevie, that's what he did the other night. And he shot 5 for 21. Stevie, he shot 23.8% <laughs> from the field. Imagine if he scored 30. Like, he would have went well over 70, pushing 80. Love AD in this spot. He's probably one of my top tournament options there is 
today. Uh, if Christian Wood, if, if Christian Wood can continue to get 20 plus minutes, Stevie, at 4,500, I don't hate that. We've seen him pick up 25 minutes pretty much in back-to-back games. If we're going to see 25 minutes from him, I'm, I'm very excited about getting uh, Christian Wood, Stevie. This might be the last time we can get him at this price. He's probably going to creep up to 5K. We know what DraftKings has been doing. Uh, you know, don't hate Austin Reeves at 7,100 if he's going to continue to start and get 30-plus minutes in this in this spot at home against OKC. Yeah, I mean, the Reeves-Russell thing, I, I feel like you limit those two guys together because it's one or the other most nights. Um, yeah. I love the Christian Wood call. I have him wrote down in one of our morning grind um, game questions here. So really like Christian Wood this, on this slate. I think he's I think he's such a great tournament play overall right now. Um, yeah. You never know if he's getting 15 or 25 minutes, but the night that he gets 25 minutes is the night he's going to put up really good numbers. I am a little concerned for Christian Wood and Vanderbilt that like Hachimara came back and he was playing the other night. He could eat into minutes to both of those guys. They were, they would really like Hachimara. They used him a lot um, at the beginning of the year when he was healthy. So just kind of little concerned about that. But overall, I mean, I think the, the Lakers are going to want to play big in this game and use their size against the Thunder. So uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here, watch the end of this football game, really good competitive football game. Um, we start with favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got for us? Do we, we may be going right back to that game, and I think we are. Give me Christian Wood. Um, let, let's see him get 25 minutes, and I think we can ride that to the money. All right, I'm going to go Highsmith for this one. I, I think that obviously it's going to depend on who's in and out for Miami, but if we get some pieces here, especially if Kevin Love ends up sitting, um, really like Highsmith to play 30 minutes in this one. Yeah. Over 8K to go under 5X. Not a lot of options. Who's your bust today? That would be Scotty Barnes facing Boston with, with all those new pieces there. I, I think he's our most likely candidate. Yeah, that's who I wrote down uh, earlier as well. Tough, tough spot for him. Um, I'm going to go Tyler Hero. I Again, my answer was Barnes, too. I, I think Barnes is my least favorite up towards the top today. Favorite 6X play? Well, this is a guy that um, we both talked about, Stevie. I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna let that one slide. Believe it or not, I have no. I'm gonna leave him for my. Uh, I'm gonna leave this last one for my. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Favorite six X play for me. Um, give me Claxton at seventy two hundred. All right. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to go with my boy Marketing. I yeah. He's like one of my favorite plays on this slate. I've talked about it already. I think this is a great spot against the Pacers. Can't wait to see what like his point rebound prop is. It's not up yet because Indiana's on a back-to-back, but I'll definitely be looking at Marketing's point rebound prop today. Hoping it comes in around like 35, 36, um, and I'll take the over on that one. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got for us? going to stay at center give me jared allen 8500 i think he's just expensive enough stevie that people don't want to play him 
But with all these bodies out, Steve, he's been dominating. 8,500, this is a guy that can put up 50. Love him to be slightly low-owned on, on a pretty small stadium. Well, I originally wrote down Christian Wood, but Will took my answer earlier, so I won't. I'll, I Christian Wood was my let's get weird GPP play. But as we were going through the podcast, we talked about Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's a really interesting tournament play on this slate. So give me DSJ as my let's get weird GPP play today. I mean, Brooklyn's rotations are all over the place, and if he's playing good, it sounds like. I mean, it feels like they'll play him. So give me DSJ. Let's get weird GPP play today. Uh, let's go to pick em plays or player props here first. What do you got for us today? Yeah, give me – ooh, he's actually not up. I'm shocked. They gave us SGA. They did not give us Chet Holmgren. I've been taking him, Steven, under 7.5, under 8.5. He's been working out most nights. Um, so I'm, go- I'm going to continue to roll with that. But I think it's a tough spot for him on the glass against AD. Like it. My player prop today, uh, already bet this one, Scotty Barnes under six and a half rebounds with this new role. His rebounding rate is just way down. His rebounding opportunities way down. He's only hit this number one time in the last five games. Uh, Give me Scotty Barnes under six and a half. It's been seven and a half. Yeah. And finally seeing the books adjust, but give me under six and a half here. I'm going to keep riding this rebounding prop for Scotty Barnes. And I think the only time he hit over six and a half was the game that Siakam ended up missing. Yeah. Uh, any against the spread money line over unders that you like here? Yeah, man. So I was looking at, um, well, I did see one game that's not on the slate, but, but the game that's on the slate, I actually like uh, Cleveland at minus three and a half at home. Stevie, I trust them to get the job done. Cleveland minus three and a half. I think it's a big time spot for them. Yeah, I don't hate that. Uh, I'm going to go over the 238 total in the Thunder Lakers game. I think that game's going to be very competitive, and I think 238 is beatable. So give me over 238 for Lakers Thunder um, for our late night hammer. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, sir, man. Um, you know, happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. And Steve, I was glad to come on with you yet again. I, I really enjoyed coming on. You know, the lead to lead up into the week and close out the week. And as always, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. We got this nice little schedule worked out where to start the week and end the week with the Chief. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking more NBA. Good luck, everyone. Have a good one.